welcome to Rooftop Vibes with E. It's your girl Eva, y'all. And what's up? Like, what's up with y'all? I want to um just take, you know, a brief second to kind of just say thank you. Um, I dropped the trailer. The trailer. You hear me? I dropped the trailer on Wednesday. Um, and the feedback and the love and support that I received was just overwhelming. It was definitely heavy and I appreciated it so much. I think because I'm not doing it for validation, I wasn't expecting the feedback that I received. You know what I mean? So every repost, every, you know, everything, I just want to thank you guys. And it's so appreciated and I'm so grateful. Um, It's Sunday, May 10th, and it is Mother's Day. And I just want to take the time to wish all the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. I hope your day is full of blessings and relaxation. Um, Because, you know, it's it's our day, but at the same time, it's one of those things where the grind never stops. You know what I mean? Like, there's no stops. Um, so yeah, so that is going to be kind of the topic for today's episode, my experience. For those who don't know, I do have an eight-year-old baby girl. She'll be nine, AKA 21 in August. Um, and I kind of wanted to just speak on my experience as a mother, um, because it's definitely been a roller coaster, um, it's definitely been crazy, like, and it's only been eight years, but it's one of those things where it was like, yeah, this shit is real. <laughs> this is definitely real. Um, and kind of just be that voice of reasoning. If you ever at some point in time felt how I felt, um, it's okay. Cause it's, it hasn't always been, you know, rainbows and unicorns. I'm here to tell you that parenting is not that that's not it um especially when you know the circumstances to the way that you become a parent are kind of similar to mine it's definitely not going to be like that and I feel like everything is you know on a case-by-case basis like I was somebody you know going back to when I was pregnant I was somebody that you know was 20 years old, young adult, didn't know shit about life. Like, um, but shit got real quick. You know what I mean? Because one decision that I made, um, what, and, you know, regardless of the fact that the decision might've been very minor to me, like I, I had no, I was so naive that I didn't even realize that that decision is, the reason why my life has changed. You know what I mean? And my life is never going to be what it was. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things where, like, my pregnancy was horrible. Like, let's talk about that. My pregnancy was horrible. And not horrible in the sense of, like, I had a complicated pregnancy and, you know, my child wasn't healthy. So I take that back because I had a very healthy pregnancy full term. You know, I had a full term, um, full term pregnancy, but it was more so my experience. Um, 
that was horrible. Like I didn't want, I didn't get to sulk in and I didn't get to enjoy the fact that I am, I'm, you know, I'm this young adult that's about to bring life into the world. Like I wasn't thinking about anything, any, any of that. You know what I mean? I was so caught up in my situation. The fact that, you know, I had, I was having a child with somebody that I wasn't with. Um, I wasn't in a relationship with and they weren't being receptive to that. Um, and they had explained to me that, you know, they wasn't ready. We're young. You know what I mean? 20, he's 21. Um, he has no children at the time. So it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not ready. So I ultimately, and I feel like this is where the accountability piece takes place like this is where it kicks in because you know he wasn't receptive to the fact that I had some information that I brought to the table we're I'm having I'm pregnant we're having a child we have a child that's potentially on the way right so it's one of those things where um as a woman I, I can take accountability now and say this now but at the time you know we expect that the man is going to be ready because we're mentally preparing ourselves to the change, right? And it's one of those things where, and I'm not justifying absent fathers. I don't want, you, I don't want anybody to take that from what I'm about to say, but it's more so like when you make a decision to move forward with a pregnancy, you know, some people don't believe in abortions. And to each its own. Some people do. Um, I'm not God to judge anybody. But when you decide, this is what I'm doing. Listen to what I said. This is what I'm doing. You make a decision that it ultimately affects two people. You know what I mean? You're making a decision for yourself, but you're also making, you're forcing a decision on somebody else. You know? And I, like I said, I'm not justifying absent fathers, but you got to understand and you got to kind of take accountability. And this is where, this is where we fail to understand that that is why you need to be married to have a child. Well, not you need to, you should be married when you have a child because you fall victim to, you make a decision for the both of you guys. Now the guy feels like, Oh, This bitch is putting a decision on me that I ain't even really want. So in a way, it's like we can't be mad at a decision that we created for ourselves. We got to stand on it. You know what I mean? And at the time, I was so caught up in the fact that he wasn't on my same time and we wasn't on the same, you know, we wasn't looking at things the same so it's like, how could I really be mad? The, the, we're not in a relationship. So he doesn't really owe me anything. It's one of those things where, you know, play as fuck up. <laughs> so I make a decision for the both of us. So when he decides to not be a part of it, it's one of those things where it's like, well, you made this decision. Like, this, you got to stand on it. So, you know, at the time, I'm more so like, I yes, I made this decision, but... Who are you to try to alter my decision? You know what I mean? So 
and it goes back to, you know, us having um, kids out of wedlock and, you know, not being in relationships when, you know, you open these doors. So, you know, I was so caught up in the fact that, like, I didn't want to accept the fact that I was going to be a single mom. Like, that was, like, not it for me at all. It was one of those things where I'm like, nah, this ain't my, this ain't me. Because when I, when I always pictured myself starting a family and when I pictured my future, period, it was an intact family. You know what I mean? It was me living with my husband and we're doing this parenting shit together. So the fact that the start of my parenthood, my motherhood, was not how I always envisioned it. It was, it was hard. It was definitely a, a hard pill to swallow. Um, but in my mind, it was like, you know, this is what I, you know, this is what I chose. I mean, my bed, now I got to lay in it. So I feel like I went through those emotions during pregnancy, during my pregnancy for a long time. And then, you know, August 15th, 2011, I give birth to this baby girl. And, you know, my child is the first grandchild, my mom's first grandchild. Um, So my mom is like infatuated and she's so in love. She's been, because of the fact that she's walked with me, shout out to my mom. Like, let's just shout. Your mom is the GOAT. Like, my mom, now that I look at it, like, I look back. It's one of those things where my mom really tried to fill that void of me not having her dad. Like, and she went so hard to try to make things so easy for me. Like, so easy. And I look back and I'm like, damn, like, my mom is the GOAT for real. She's always been there. Like, she's been my main supporter. She's been my backbone. She's never missed a beat. Like, everything. Like, my mom has always been front and center right by my side so shout out to shout out to Jeanette y'all like my mom is the truth um so it's one of those things where like my mom even cut my daughter's umbilical cord so you know she held my daughter first and then I you know I get this little girl and I'm holding her and she looks exactly like the nigga that I really don't want to see right now so I'm like ugh, like it's crazy because I, I let my feelings get in the way of what was important for a long time. You know, I let my own personal feelings because I just felt like, why? Like, why do I got to go through this? I, I did a lot of questioning throughout this parentship. Like, I really, it was a lot of questions that I had for God. It was a lot of questions that I had because it's like, why? But now I understand, you know. Now, current day, Eva understands all of that. And that's why I'm so, you know, people will be like, damn, like, you really, you really make this parents, parenting shit look, look easy. Like, you make this mother shit, mom shit look easy. And it's one of those things where it's not. <laughs> Let me just say, it's not. But I stopped, I stopped questioning a lot of things. And it's like, this is my, this is my destiny. Like, this is my purpose supposed to be the best mom that I can be to this little girl. You know, I'm supposed to teach her, like I'm, I'm supposed to walk in a certain light and 
stand on my morals and my values um, and be a reflection of my morals for this little girl because these, these times is insane. You know what I mean? So I give birth to this little girl and I remember, you know, it being nighttime. We just came home from the hospital and she's sleeping. First of all, my baby was a perfect baby. I know there's no such thing as perfect, but like fresh out the womb, sleeping four or five hours. Like I didn't have to feed her. Like it was, I had to feed her every four or five hours. And it's like, everybody's like, so the things that people went through as parents, like every two hours, getting up in the middle of the night, my child ain't playing no games, still don't play no games with her sleep. You know what I mean? So, um, I remember sitting, she was sleeping on the bed and I was like, damn, it's really me and you. Like, I just, I remember that, like it was yesterday, like, damn, it's me and you kid. And, you know, went through like postpartum depression. That's very real, you know? And my mom noticed it was like, you need help very early on in my pregnancy. You need to go see your doctor because this is not normal. Um, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm supposed to accept the fact that I'm going to be a single parent. And then I'm supposed to look at this little person that is looking up to me and see the exact person that I despised at the time. And I had so much resentment towards at the time. I was a better baby mom for a long time. Y'all, let's just talk about that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was definitely, it was a lot. It was, it was definitely a lot. And, um, like I said, I can stand current day Eva can stand on that and accept it. Um, so I went through postpartum depression bad. And then, um, it was one of those things where I was just like, I'm not about to sit here and continue to waste precious moments because of my own personal feelings. Like I need to put your big girl panties on and you're going to boss up and you're just going to make the best of it. And you know, then boom, her dad pops up, you know what I mean? So then now I'm going through those motions of the fact that now he wants to, he accepted things for what it is. And it's like, you know, you got a little one walking around looking just like you. So it's like, you know, he stepped up and he stated and said and decided that he wanted to be a part of, you know, our child's life. So that now I got to deal through that. I got to deal with that phase of, you know, um, the baby mama, baby daddy issues and, you know, us kind of twisting and mixing um, signals as far as like, co-parenting the difference understanding the difference between co-parenting and two parents fucking like let's let's talk about it um so I had to go through those motions and understand that like we can co-parent without fucking like because I feel like certain men feel an entitlement to like with their child's mom like, that's always, like, you're supposed to, in their eyes, you're always accessible because you guys share a kid. I'm here to tell you that's not true. <laughs> he could tell you that's not true. So, um, 
so yeah, I had to go through that and I went through years of that and, you know, trying to like make it work and trying to be this ideal person for him because I really wanted a family. Like I wanted that dynamic. I wanted that for so long. So, you know, when he came around, it was one of those things where it was like, I kind of studied him and I studied his likes and dislikes. And I was like, I'm going to be that ideal girl for him. Like, I'm going to be that. And, you know, I feel like he knew that that's what I was trying to be. But our situation was so sticky um, and it was so complicated that, you know, I kind of had to bow down gracefully and understand that that wasn't going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't. And I accepted that a couple years ago. And then I had to go through the transition of, you know, now I'm a single parent. You know what I mean? So I got to be mindful. Like, I got friends that haven't even met my kid. And my kid is about to be nine years old. You know what I mean? I'm very selective of um, who I have around my child. And that's friends, like, situationships, relationships, um, anything. Like, very mindful because this world is so cruel. And people are so evil and so don't be having the right motives. So um, I knew that I had to move accordingly. So I've been single for a long time. Like I, for the most part, my whole, my whole time as a mom, I've been single, just trying to figure things out. Um, So now my experience as a parent is more so like, you know, I really have somebody that like, she'll say things that I know she got from me and, you know, this mom should like, this is a breeze now. It ain't a breeze, but it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's my, like I've accepted my reality. Like I've accepted the fact that, you know, there will, there won't be a me and her dad, that we won't have that dynamic where her, her mom and her dad are living together in a relationship you know, all under one roof. Like I accepted that. So it's one of those things where, um, I'm okay. Like I always tell her, you know, it's me and you kid. Like it's always me and you. I always say that to her and she's like, I know mom. And you know, the person that I eventually end up attracting, um, cause I'm not looking, I don't feel like I'm looking for anybody. The person that I attract definitely going to be um somebody that is a great father figure um but in the meantime you know what I mean it's just me and my kid pick my pack our stuff pick our stuff up we're out you know it's always me and her and and you know for a long time I wasn't okay with that but now I am now it's one of those things where it's like it's good but my my experience as a mom has also and my experience with her dad has always has also um kind of put having potential like potentially uh, like more children on a back burner you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not i'm not going through the same thing again cuz i'm not built to go through that you know what i mean like that that took 
10 years of my life. You know what I mean? Like, and I I don't want to say it like that and sound like, oh, it was a waste of time. No, it wasn't. But it was one of those things where like, I really, I, it forced me to grow as a person. Like, so it's a gift and a curse because I could potentially, you know, not have a child and be out here wilding. You know what I mean? But, um, I, I understand I stressed um, the importance of being married um, before having children. So that's why, you know, I, I, ain't, I ain't letting everybody just shoot my glove up. We ain't doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those things where it's like, um, yeah, yeah, like, I'm not, we ain't doing that. We're going to do things the right way. And, you know, if it takes me 10 more years, you know, then so be it. If it. You know, if it's one of those things where I don't have any more children, it's okay. You know, I, I got to experience my, like, motherhood. I got to experience the the gift of being a parent. So it's one of those things where I'll be okay, you know. And it is what it is. But, yeah, so I was, it was, it was rough. It was rough, but... There is, I'm here to tell you that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? It's all about um, your strength, your willingness to just grow, your willingness to take your situation, to take something, to take nothing and make something out of it. You know what I mean? That's all that it it comes down to. Um, Because I feel like I get a lot of, feedback and compliments like oh you know you you're such a great mom and you know you have such a great bond with your child and it's like that didn't come overnight I had to you know I had to put that work in um so I just continue I, I just pray that I can have the ability to continue raising her and to just mold her into being like the ultimate version of myself, like the best version of me. I feel like I'm pretty dope. You know what I mean? Like I got my shit with me, like anybody, but you know, if my, if I can instill the morals and the values that I have, um, and her just take those morals and values and just like ace them, like I really stand on them. Um, I'll be all right. I'll be able to you know, leave this earth and proud, you know what I mean? So, and my, my story isn't over, you know what I mean? She's still, she's still little, so still got a long ways to go, but yes, y'all, that is my experience as a parent. (laughs) I wouldn't have it any other way, you know what I mean? And to the moms out there, you know, that's possibly going through it. It does get better. It does get greater later. It really does. Um, it's all about your mindset and what you're willing to change and what you're willing to create, to be honest. Um, are you going to sulk in how you feel or are you going to do something about it? You know what I mean? It's easy to sulk. Like, that's why it's easy to be miserable because it don't take too much. It's more, it's more work to 
kind of get yourself out of that and, you know, just make the best out of your situation. At the same time, it's like you don't want to go. You don't want to go around and just keep putting yourself in weird situations. So it's like take the time and really get to know yourself and just, you know, just really that's that's the best like piece of advice that I could give any single mom is just, you know, take your time, like really work on yourself as a whole, as a mom, as a friend, as a, you know, if you're in a relationship, as a girlfriend, and then everything else falls into place for all. So, yeah, but I'm going to wrap this up with y'all. It's definitely been real. I'm so excited. I wanted, it's funny because I'm like, I didn't want to get too deep. I'm like, the people want to hear the spiciness, but it's like, I got to talk about, I got to talk about something important. And I feel like today was the perfect day to talk about it. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't thank y'all enough for tuning in. Um, I got a couple things lined up. So make sure y'all stay tuned. God bless. And I love y'all. Peace.